Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sports Beat 88.7 for Monday, April 18th, with Dave Percival and Dan Caswell. And Grant's here as well. Happy Easter to you two guys. I just want to I want to wish you a happy Easter. I hope it was a great Easter. Great weekend, yours? It couldn't have been better. It was outstanding. Yeah. Other than the odd minor glitch. Yeah. And you know what the glitch is. Oh, yeah. I had a great weekend. Thank Excellent. you very much. What? Well, the glitch isn't a leak in the hot tub, is it? Uh, the hot tub is full. The Excellent. hot tub okay. is not good, a glitch. Good. That's good. Well, yeah. It was a rock and roll. I had people wanting to get into it yesterday, but it was only about 39 degrees <laughs> at, uh, at time. It would have been the ice bucket challenge. Well, I, bet yeah, you, that, I bet you it's good this morning. It, oh, it'd be perfect. <laughs> yes. I know you're my employer and my boss, but I think I'm going to go home and take the day and have, have a soak. A soak. <laughs> How was your weekend, guys? Good, good. Yeah, what a great sports weekend! It was phenomenal. But you know, let's start. Let's start with the Leafs. Why not? Um, you know what? They've had they had two very very solid games. And you know, the Ottawa game. What I got out of that game was one of the best games I've seen all year for speed. What a blistering fast game both ways. All I got out of that is be prepared. The Ottawa Senators next year. Yes. are going to be very, very good with all this young talent. No, for sure. And they're doing it without your favorite hockey player, Thomas Shabbat. I know. They're doing it without <laughs> him, and they were they were uh, they played extremely well. It was an, a well played, very good game. Well, you have like some, I wouldn't call them no name guys, but guys that are lesser known, especially in the Leaf circles, like guys like Batherson and Norris, who are just phenomenal hockey players. Yeah, Josh Norris is a tremendous hockey player, and I didn't realize how good he was at the first of the year. Yep. But we've always kind of liked the Senators. So, And last night, those Islanders, and, and, and we were talking, Grant, there's something wrong with the Islanders. That is a team that should be elite, they've and they're been, not elite. They've been a playoff team for several years now. It doesn't seem like any anything's changed. But one thing is changed, and it's Chara. He's there, and he's getting regular minutes. And I think he's just too old. Maybe he shouldn't be getting regular minutes yeah. because in Boston they weren't going to give him regular minutes. Exactly. Right? Good point. So yeah. So maybe I, I, I don't know. And you can't. I don't know. We can't uh, unload on Barry Trotz because he's a great coach. But you would think that Barry Trotz sees this. I don't. I don't know what he sees in Chara to keep putting him out there. Yeah. Well, you you can you can play that leadership thing all you want, but at some point, if he wasn't. Uh, as great as he was, if he wasn't going to play for the Bruins, I'm sure he wasn't going to play for every, anybody else, yeah, really. Absolutely. Right down to it. But the Leafs, hey, uh, broke their franchise record, 50 wins and points at 106 points. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're, they're looking pretty good for second-place finish, which brings on Tampa Bay and Vasilevsky in the first round of the playoffs. And uh, they'll finish out the season. They've still got six or seven games left. Yeah. So, yeah, they have a couple on the road, a couple at home. It's, uh, But it's going to be pretty exciting once this playoff run starts. Yeah, and they've got Tampa and Florida this week, and they have your Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> Next Tuesday. <laughs> Who are just having uh, an this abysmal Tuesday, year. Yes. An abysmal year. Um, but, yeah, a good-looking team, the Leafs are. Now, on the flip side of, of good, the Raptors. I watched the Raptor game against Philadelphia, and that's a different Philadelphia team. Joel Embiid is a different player this year than he was other years. Yes. They are in big trouble in the sense that Scotty Barnes is injured now and probably out, yep. uh, who's you know up for Rookie of the Year, great player. Gary Trent Jr. is sick, uh, non-COVID-related, of course, yep. we'll say, but he may not be playing. And if they don't have those two guys, and, and Thaddeus Young, who's a, a good backup guy, he's out with an injury too, so they're really up against it tonight. They have a second game, but they'll play better tonight, I hope. No, for sure. They, uh, Philly came out pretty tough. 
and and B was uh, he was just a force out there. But I think we'll see a huge pushback from the Raptors in this game. Yeah, and what shocked me is they've got a fellow called I think it's Maxley or Moxley, and again I don't follow Philadelphia that much. Thirty-eight points. He was electrifying. Yeah. You didn't even need Harden, which was a you know which was pretty scary that he took kind of a backup role to this Maxley guy. No, it was awesome. But yeah, so so they're not done. But it's going to be tough uh, tough sledding again tonight. The Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are off to a pretty good start. But, you know, Dano, 6-4, and four, it doesn't mean anything at this point. No. Vladdy looks great, yep. as always. But what about pitching? Collectively, the pitching, Ryu, has been poor. There are other than Manoa, Manoa that pitching has been, been lousy. Well, yeah. Well, starting pitching, starting pitching. Yes. So, but I thought uh, Berrios came out and uh, had a better second Yes, he, Yes, a much better. Now, he brought his ERA now down the, to 12. Yeah. <laughs> No, but he, he did. did. No, but he <laughs> yes. he came out and I think he pitched six innings or five innings or whatever it was, and then uh, I, the Yanks tied it up with the the reliever that came in to give him the non decision. Right. Right. So I wouldn't totally, but I but Ryu is just awful. And he's been awful. We said since halfway through last year, and they're not even Montoya's not even protecting him with the press now. He's saying he you know he needs to be a lot better. Yeah. You know, because they Talking about a him ERA, as a starter. His ERA is nine. I know it's it's horrible. And that includes half of last season. Yeah, I hate to see him lit up, but they've got a big series. You know, it's it's early in the year, so a lot can change. Boston Red Sox, they have all I think you'd take him second deck. Who? Uh, For you. I wouldn't take anybody's second deck, but I like <laughs> I like the fact you said that anyway, Dan. My day I never took anybody's second deck in my life. <laughs> but oh, don't get me going, Daniel. That was too good a crack. I hope our listeners understand that one. <laughs> so yeah, so the Blue Jays have Boston and I think they're in Fenway, which is great. Great place to watch baseball. I'd love to get to Fenway Park one day. Yes. My two my two bucket list things are the Masters and Fenway Park. There you go. Yeah, that's that's all I've got in my life that I need that I need fulfilled yes. at this point. <laughs> all right, so a little bit of RBC Heritage Golf that was pretty good too. Um, that that was an weather was a huge factor. Yes, it was. But Spieth is back in the wind column. Yes. Why does he not? Okay, Dan, I'll put no. you on the spot. What Jordan Spieth should be at the very top, like dominating, opinion. dominating, a dominating number Why one. Why does he not dominate? Because he can't putt consistently well. You're right. He does not putt well. That was extremely good. He doesn't make the putts that matter all the time. Correct. And he's great. He yeah. is great tee to green. His yeah. short game's good, but that putting is a bit shaky. Yeah, for sure. And one thing he did, and I think it was, I didn't see any of the Sunday rounds, but in Saturday round, he went up just to a little tap in uh, two-footer and ringed her around. Didn't go down. Yeah, well, you know, you just can't teach that, like no. you know, as I said. But he is a tremendous player, and I'm glad. I'm glad to see him win the, win the, uh, get back in the win yeah. column. No, right? for Most sure, definitely. Well, he's a fun guy to watch. Like, there's some guys on the tour that we like. Right? Yes, yeah, and he's one of them. You know, like him and Justin Thomas, and and the, the guys that you, they just seem to, you know, win a couple of tournaments here and there. But when they when they're in slumps, they like. They last for a long time. Well, Spee's slump lasted for about two years, if memory yeah. serves me right. I remember in the Masters hitting shot after shot into the water. Yeah. You know, it was one of those tin cup type of moments, eh? But he's but it's nice to see him back in the wind column. But that Patrick Cantley, boy, I'll tell you, he isn't going to lose a lot of tournaments when he's in the hunt either. No. He's tremendous. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, on, I guess it was uh, Friday, it was like a full flip of the leaderboard Saturday due to the weather. Yeah, exactly. 
They like, there was a whole around. bunch of no names I've never even heard of. And the next thing you know, on moving day, they're gone. Yeah, and Corey Connors had another good tournament too with a ninth place finish, which is a lot of money and a top, top 10 finish. That's a huge. stat about Corey Connors. Four hole-in-ones in 560 some odd days. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that wow. is, that really is just one of those things. These great players, they don't always hole out. No, for right? sure, uh, definitely don't do it. Um, so we've got. Uh, I'll bring it up because we, we were talking about it. Huntsville. Uh, Tom McCarthy passed away last week, and yes. he was. You know, forget the NHL hockey player and Tom McCarthy. He was a great guy. For, sure. for anybody out there that loves sports, we love Tom McCarthy. Oh, he was fantastic. Great guy to talk to. Always had like undivided attention for whatever you had to say talk to him about it was awesome he was and and just i remember when i first started coaching myself i wanted to talk to him about just because i knew of, of the, the magnitude of how good a coach he was and i just wanted to kind of pick his brain sure enough like two hours of just the best conversation just different things and because i mean even though i was talking about lacrosse and he was a young lacrosse player himself growing up down in Toronto. So he knows, like, he was just such a great sporting person. Yeah, and and, and again, it's been brought up in the show, just, just past accolades. He was drafted in, uh, into the junior ranks ahead of Wayne Gretzky, had a stellar career with the Oshawa Generals, 100, I think, and 20 goals in the two seasons he was there. Drafted high, great hockey player. But forget the great hockey player. He showed up here in Huntsville in 2003, I believe, and he changed our junior program, period. Yeah, yeah. Guys wanted to come here. Guys wanted to play for Tom McCarthy. And uh, they, they, I'll tell you what, in 2007, that was one of the best uh, Tier 2 Junior A teams in the country that he coached. And the guys that played for Tom McCarthy are so saddened by this because uh, a couple of my son's friends said, you know what, he taught us how to act. He taught us how to live. People don't realize that he expected them to act a certain way in the public eye. And you weren't going to go against what he said. No, for sure. You know, and and personally, he's one of the funniest guys I think I've ever met. No, absolutely. So it's a it's a you know uh, our condolences to his wife and and his stepdaughter because he was a good guy. No, nope. he really was. Um, Jason Farnsworth has been. You know what? At least they're on this early, right? Yes. It's good to be on this early because it, believe it or not, they have a camp in June. Talking about junior hockey, yes. junior C hockey. Uh, Farmer, Jason Farnsworth, is going to be the new head coach of the Junior Sea Otters, and we were talking about it. It's a good deal, isn't it, Dan? No, absolutely. I mean, he's uh, an alumni himself of the Junior Sea team here in Huntsville. He's coached uh, for many years. He's a great hockey mind, and it's it's going to be great. Yeah, hardest working uh, player I think I've ever seen in junior hockey. He he worked and, and played as hard as you could possibly play. No. Oh. So hopefully he can impart that on on a lot of these I'm kids. I'm sure he will. I'm positive he will. And, the, and and let's face it, there'll be some consistency because what happened to them this year wasn't fair to the kids with all the coaching changes and coaches quitting and everything else. It wasn't right. No, not at all. You know, it throws you off. But, uh, but geez, that's about it. And we did this. Oh, I've got one more thing. What else you got? Connor Bedard did something pretty cool. Okay. Connor, Connor Bedard. Bedard is 16, right? Yep. Connor Regina Bedard Pats. Yeah, ripped home his 50th goal. Uh, yesterday he's over 100 points no 16 year old has ever done that in major junior hockey really and if you saw the shot dan you would that's a that right now is an nhl shot they, like it's it's an absolute rocket that really? he's got so at 16 years old 50 goals and 100 points is spectacular no absolutely no it's just worthy of a chat so what do you have to, do you have anything you want to talk about i'm trying to think there's not much you touched all the bases we talked raptors Baseball, hockey, local. and a little local. Yeah, yeah. So then we then we're done. 
Yeah. Our job is complete. Well, we, we could just mention, uh, talk a little bit about Mike Bossy. Yes. Uh, Mike Bossy passed away last week. That's, that's also- staggering the goal scoring ability. Nine 50 goal seasons, right? No. Nine in a row, nine consecutive 50 goal 50 seasons. Plus, 50 plus. But I think of that nine, five of them were plus 60. 60 or higher. Yeah, and nobody could ever figure out. Like, he didn't, you'd, you'd watch him play. I watched him play for years. And he'd kind of sift around. Like, it wasn't like he was in digging, but he knew where to go. Like, these great scorers know exactly where they have to be to get the puck. And I don't think it ever touched a stick. Like, his release was, like a Matthews, yeah. so fast that it would be off that stick so quick. I, it's almost unreal what he pulled off. No, for sure. Like, But just the, the multiple 60-goal seasons was, was what really caught my eye. Yeah, and I don't care if they scored a few more goals in the day or not. Yeah. It's it's a, He was a spectacular hockey player. 100%. And you can say, you know, you, you can never compare generations, right? And you're right. Like, they, they did score more goals back then. And you could say, okay, well, it's goaltender equipment and all that sort of stuff. But, I mean, they, the game was different back then, too. They There was a lot more clutching and grabbing right, and stuff right. like that where you didn't have the ability to get free like you do now. So where you do, you're, you have, a, you know, more open opportunities now, the goaltenders have, you know, bigger equipment and they're more agile than they were then. But still, the, the goaltenders of, of yesteryear were fantastic as well. You made a really good point that we haven't talked about much. I remember being at a game when Doug Gilmore was playing for the Leafs and you never saw the stuff on uh, in person that you would see. On TV, you didn't see it, I yeah. mean. And I watched Doug Gilmore in a hockey game absolutely uh, slash a guy, back-checking. Every time he back-checked somebody, he slashed them all the way up the ice. Yeah. Grabbed them, slashed them. And that that's the way the game was played. Oh, for sure. And now it's, it is not played like that. It's a little more open. Like nobody is slashing anybody or holding them or doing anything like that, right? So that was a really good point. Yeah. But yeah, hundreds of goals. And, and yeah, very impressive. So unfortunately, you know, 65 years old, uh, terrible. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. So you see, you did. You always have something to add, Dan. <laughs> there you go. You always right, well, have something I, to add. Can I come back on Wednesday? I, I think so. All right. I think we'll. I, what do you think, Grant? Can we bring him back? Yeah, absolutely. Works for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then it's a done deal. little quick story, if, if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe you've already heard this before, but um, Hoxley Workman has a song that he wrote called Warhol's Portrait of Gretzky. And within the lyrics of this song, it says, and Bossy shoots it wide. And Mike Bossy actually got a jersey, signed it, sent it to Hoxley Workman and said, uh, by the way, I never shoot it wide. So <laughs> I, thought that was, uh, I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. that's a great story. I love that. But, uh, yeah, so for our, for our listeners who are out there, enjoy your, your Easter Monday because for a lot of people it is a holiday. I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. We'll be back on Wednesday with more sports.